two average guys cheers back for another episode um not a cheery episode um, not so much <laughs> unfortunately um not a uh, not exactly a good game yesterday um overall so uh we're gonna talk a little bit about that and uh see what you guys think as we hit home on how we feel about yesterday and overall the game so as you can tell by the the description or title of the episode today it says give us harvard yeah um you know it was really really tough i mean for one i had to go to a wedding so i missed the second half when i left my house it was 13 to 7. Yeah. i got to see the the sims touchdown i didn't think he should still be in the game at the time nope. but uh he obviously cut it to 13 to 7 and then i had to leave but uh, i was actually kind of glad that i missed the second half from yeah that, from what i understand yeah so start from the beginning so um you know our defense I mean, holy cow! Talk about I mean, overall. I'm rocking the, the black shirts. Today. I thought about black shirts today, but it is NFL season. And I know some people really like them over my Cowboys shirt, so go Cowboys! And Sunday night, and they're playing the Giants, the Giants, and they always love beating the Giants. So for me, it's going to be fun. Um, hopefully, again, <laughs> hopefully. I. You know, let's let's start one thing. We're Husker fans, right? Yeah. This this has been, you know, we had really good early two thousand. You know, really when we grew up in the nineties early 2000s, all the way up until really last year for, um, you know, before Mike Riley came on, and Mike Riley had one year, but really, you know, we haven't had much to cheer for in quite some time. So, yeah. look, look at our teams. I'm a Cowboys fan. It's been since 90, same as the same same Huskers. Same as Nebraska. Uh, Cubs fan, over 100 years, 30 years of my life till day one. Uh, St. Louis Blues won their first Stanley Cup in 2019. It's like, I'm not going anywhere. No, Jimmy's and, not going. No, to, like, I mean, the, we're Husker the fans Avalanche were terrible for a long time, and then they finally won. I mean, I like the Bucks, and they were terrible for a long time and got Brady and won. Yep. Let's stick with my teams. So Cubs. Yeah. Well. So we're not we're not going anywhere. We're Husker fans through and through. Always will be. But let's talk about the game yesterday. So as we started off talking about the defense, really overall, I, if I were to give our defense a grade in the game, I'm giving them a B plus to an A minus. And a lot of people are like, well, they still give this many points. Yeah, but how often were they on the field? How many snaps did our offense have compared to their offense? You're also looking at their run-and-gun offense. They do not slow down. Right. They, they get down. on the ball. They go, they go, they go. Um, and even after the game, they talked about you know the respect for the defense and how well they play. They, didn't, they just think they're going to come in here on TCU, like TCU, and mm-hmm. throw bombs, and they couldn't do that. And they so, really couldn't because – we were getting pressure on the quarterback for a change. Eight sacks. Yeah, that's insane. I mean, there was stretches over these last couple of years where we would go three or four games without getting one. Yep. So, I mean, that – and, and it's, uh, I was texting with somebody yesterday, and they're like, man, this this defense is just, like, tough. Yeah. It's hit hard. They, they're they flying around and just open, making open field open tackles. Field and one-on-one, not just open field, one-on-one tackles. Our yeah. our tackling has improved tremendously. And even last year, it improved. But this year, I mean, talk about taking strides. Tony White give you a hell of a lot of credit because that defense showed up. They showed out. Hang your heads high, fellas. Hang your head, you know, kind of an oxymoron there, if you will. But don't hang your head. Hold your Hold head up your high head. because, I mean, you guys played damn good the entire game. And I'm, I don't even care that they scored 36 points on us. You know, yeah. I mean, they got worn down. They talked. They talked about running up the score, and they said, "Oh, we we, we wish we could have run up the score." You couldn't have. Our well, defense was not going to allow you to run up the score, and, and it's we still stopped you on fourth and three mm-hmm. when we gave you the ball inside your tw- inside your twenty five yard line. We yeah. still we still stopped you on fourth and three. Our defense played lights out, which is why I probably lean more towards an A minus because there were some things they need to work on. Some of that zone coverage, not so good. We had five guys kind of in the area and Weaver, man, Weaver had a great game. It is really good. Kids a stud. But he weaved in and out of our defense pretty easily and caught the damn ball. But 
overall, our defense was really good. Well, and I mean, you, you got to take a little to, you know, you got to give a little, get a little, right? Yep. So if we put more, get more pressure on the quarterback, that's going to leave some guys, you know, on an island, if you will. But um, I mean, just guys like Cam, Cam Lennart. I mean, oh my he God. had like four sacks. He had I think, two or three sacks. He had all on the first half. Yeah, he had other tackles behind the line of scrimmage. Lennart, freshman. He's a freshman. True freshman. Amazing. That guy, man. If you yeah, let him go good. somewhere, oh, you fail as a coach. That guy's a stud. He should be yeah. playing every Saturday. Yeah, I mean, I know he played a lot in that first half because Robinson was out yep. with the. He should have kept um, playing. Stupid rule, but <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, he was. The defense was just. It's just so good to see toughness. O- Omar Brown had some great open field tackles. Uh, Hardzog had a much better game. Yeah, he played much better. Uh, Tommy Hill had eh, kind of blue coverage a couple times, but again, even even the entire defense had a great game. Um, so really, really impressed with that. Uh, Rich, as you mentioned, yeah, we're going to talk about the broadcast because my guy Clat and Gus. Probably the worst announcing I've heard in any game. They they talked a lot about our defense for a while, and then they just loved everything Colorado did and Dion. And we're we're gonna get used to it. Well, and it's gonna I, keep, I continue to happen if they continue to win. Gonna talk about too. Um, going back to your point from a minute ago, at halftime yeah, they're saying that they want oh, we really wanted to run up the score at halftime. They're prime, and he's like, oh, we should be up by more. You know this and that. It's like we gave you thirteen points. I mean, we essentially gave them ten points. We, we no, we get yeah, we gave them the half. We gave them the lead half. I mean, and we I mean, we had a missed field goal. We fumbled on there. You know, we gave them the ball inside our twenty. I mean, whatever, everything. Yep. And the series of events to end that first half was just insane. I mean, Sims, not Sims going out of bounds. Oh god! So they kept their timeout. Then they get one second left, which eh, that was kind of iffy. I thought ah, very, oh, very iffy. Um, and then we call a timeout to ice their kicker, and he misses. And then he comes back and makes it. It's just yeah. like unbelievable. Yeah. So again, defense, awesome. Uh, again, I, I, you guys played fantastic. Very impressed. I, I know you guys opened up a lot of eyes because after what Colorado did last week to TCU, everyone's like, oh, they're going to put up, you know, 60 points on Nebraska. Yeah, right. like, yeah, they put up 36, which still we probably could have held them a little bit better, but we also should have scored. So our offense, our offense hangs our defense out to dry, and this is not the first time they've done that. We've no. seen that we saw with Adrian every now and again, uh, quite a bit, if you will, but not always on our side of the field. Well, that's kind of funny, too. I mean, even my wife that doesn't know, you know that much really about football she said man nebraska either has like they never have a good offense and a good defense no we like typically will have a good offense and then our defense is really bad or our defense is really really good yep. but the offense is really really bad you know and, and my father-in-law he made a comment yesterday and it was really sad it almost made me cry and it actually really made me angry afterwards he's like are we iowa now we have a good defense but our offense can't do anything. I'm like, I know. no, like we're worse than Iowa because we turn the ball over. Iowa doesn't turn the ball over. They just don't move the ball. Yeah. And guess what? Their number one player on their team last year was their punter. Guess well, what? Our punter averaged 31 yards yesterday. 31 yards. He had a 26-yard punt. How do you average 31 yards on punting? That killed That killed field position for us. Yeah, I didn't realize that. That killed us. I know that there, he had a couple of bad ones in the first half, but, um, man, that's really bad. It's just, <laughs> yeah, and miss field goal. I mean, yep. Well, and, and so Jamie, to your point here, you know, lead the nation in sacks, lead the nation in turnovers. Yes, I, I'm not even taught. I haven't got to the coaching yet. This is play on the field. These are the guys not executing the the fundamentals on the field. You can't drop a, a snap, two snaps, and then if you do drop the snap, jump on the ball. Yeah. Don't try to pick it up one handed and start to exactly. run with it. That was again. I, What's going on in Sims' head? Well, and we've talked about Sims was he was turnover prone when he was at Georgia Tech. He seems like a really good athlete. He is not a good quarterback. Well, and everybody crucified the kid yesterday, right? I uh, I did too. But uh, the coaches need to put him in spots to make him successful. Like if he's dropping those snaps, put him under center. If he can't throw the ball, if he throws straight to a defender on an interception that he threw, maybe he doesn't need to be throwing the ball. Yeah. Maybe he needs to be running the ball. Or you have to design something a little better, like yeah. some types of – and I know it was kind of a rollout, but 
I mean, you know, the roll the rollout was fine. It was actually a really good play. He threw it. He didn't throw it to the sideline where Fedoni was going. Right. Well, and he and threw Fidoni it a second was, late because Fedoni was open, was and then open. by the time he threw it, then the guy was right there. And it wouldn't matter. I mean, it wouldn't matter if he throws it towards the sideline. Fedoni has a chance, but he threw it behind him. It was just it was a horrible pass, and so yeah, I, he might not start in some of the high schools here for what I've seen so far. So we have seven turnovers by Jeff Sims alone in two games. Yeah. Eight total by our offense. So again, like I. You're looking at what, what Matt Rule and staff said before the season. You fumble the ball, you sit. Why isn't their quarterback sitting? Yeah. How is Jeff Sims not sitting the bench? Give Harburg and Purdy a chance. Do I think Purdy's a great quarterback? No. Do I think Harburg might be better? I don't know because we don't play him. He's number two on our depth chart. Put him in. Give yeah. him a chance. If he's I number mean, two, and if he's not ready, again, that goes back to the development of our quarterbacks, not just with Scott Frost and his staff. But what are we doing now to develop our quarterbacks to get them in a position to be ready to go if Sims get hurt? Or if he sucks like he does right now? Like, what are we doing to get him prepared? Well, I was shocked that he came out and started the second half. And I know he had the touchdown run, and then I didn't really get to see much after that. But I was shocked because he had, what, four turnovers in the first half? Three in the first one in the second half. Three in the first half. Two two fumbles and and then a And a couple of them were in the last four minutes, and they got – a couple of scores, and then got the ball to start the second half. You know, I, and I saw people saying, you know, oh, once those – I didn't get to see those other guys play, so I really don't know. But they said, oh, once those other guys came in, it, it made it seem like, yeah, we had to go with Sims because he's really the only one we can go with. I don't agree and with I that. And I don't agree with that either, and I didn't get to see. But I don't agree because when you're fumbling snaps and or you're snapping the ball and it's hitting a guy going in motion, I yeah. mean – Come on. Uh, you you got to see that. And it almost happened again. They almost did it again in the second half. They did right. almost the exact same play. It almost hit the guy coming across the line, and it screwed up It screwed up everything as they were in motion. But, uh, again, like you you got to be smarter. And, and running out of bounds in that moment when Colorado's got two timeouts, we're not going to get a first down. You're going to have to punt the ball away. And you run out of bounds. You didn't even run fast. You were running slow. Mm-hmm. Take it upfield. He probably could have got at least three or four more yards, maybe even a first down if he tried to run upfield. But he just moseyed out of bounds, and they didn't have to use a timeout. And then guess what? Boom, we got one more timeout to make it, you know, get a field goal before half. Again, may not have made a difference. Our offense apparently didn't want to score points again. But that's that's mental. That's just part of the game. you got to understand the the severity of things, and you got to understand what you're doing every time you're on the field. And he doesn't seem to know what he's doing. Well, and – the times he does seem to know what he's doing is when he just breaks free for a run. So why aren't we running him more? Like, in that first half, oh it seemed like we, we were handing the ball off or he was dropping back to throw to throw a pass. And it was like, you knew going into this game that you were going to be able to run it. And they knew that we were going to try to run yep. it. Do some zone reads. And I know that he missed one at one point. He handed it off and he could have had, you know... A yep. bunch of daylight. Yeah, we got lost. Uh, I only know that because I heard on the radio. I didn't. I didn't see it. But um, it, it was just. Why didn't we have more plays designed run with him in that first half? Like we saw against Minnesota, where he ran the ball 19 times. Yep. Why didn't we have that against Colorado, who we knew we could probably run on? And that's what we thought we would do. It's exactly what. And so what if they knew that that's what we were gonna do? Yeah. Just get up there and do it. Yeah. And you know, I, I'm looking at. Also, that interception he threw. Yes, Fedoni was open when he, you know, made a horrible throw. He could have ran the ball. I thought the same thing. He, he probably could have ran to the house if he took off. If and he ran. beat that guy. So what? What is Satterfield telling him in situations like that? Like what's What's going on with Satterfield and the offensive mindset when it comes to him running? Because it was a completely different plan of on offense for the run game. And guess Against what? Against the opponent that you could have ran on. Ramir Johnson and Gabe Irvin actually ran the ball really well, but yeah. we stopped running. We, we, didn't, we didn't continue to go. Our offensive line, again, I have nothing bad to say against our offensive line. Some, some mistakes, a couple penalties, but really, our offensive line played a good game again. We got to stop trying to – we ran the same damn play. Ramir Johnson runs it 23 yards or something up, uh, up the middle or left side. Left side. And then they line up, do the same damn play again. And they get stopped for like a loss well, of two. Why are you doing the same play twice in a row? You, you literally lined up the exact same way and ran the exact same play. Lined up the same way and – do you know? Like, do a rollout or something. Colorado's defense isn't stupid. Yeah. So I, again, that that makes me question Satterfield again. This is the second week in a row. I'm already questioning our offense coordinator and what he's thinking when he calls these plays because that was a horrible call. 
yeah, I mean, that's that was my biggest take was obviously Sims is not, you know, either who we thought he would could be yep. or, you know, he's really not very good. But put him in spots to make him successful is, is my thing. Yeah. Let him do what he does. Let him run. Well, and, um, you know, Jamie, you mentioned it's, it's a problem when you're okay leaving the house um, during a Husker game and you don't care. That's that's pretty sad. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I was bummed that I had to leave during because it was thirteen to seven. Yeah, but I had to I had to go. Yeah, but that's sad. I mean, you don't want like we should never want to leave a game and or be able to walk out of our house and not watch a game anymore when the, like that's our team. We want to watch them. Yeah, you know, Ross, we get twelve games a year. Ross, good question. The option game. I would love to see the option. Yeah, Frazier was not a great passer, but damn, he could run the ball. We have we have a fullback. And run some exactly. triple option. Run some wishbone. Run run something di- like be creative on the offensive side of the ball. We are still very Manila. I don't care if it's still year one. These are experienced coaches. We we have our our roster talent is not lacking. It is utilizing the talent to the best of their abilities mm-hmm. to be successful. It's like in life. It's like your job. If you suck at something, your boss shouldn't make you try to do it. Use your strengths and your talents to be successful in life and job. Same thing on the football field. That is their job well, right now, along with being a yeah. student. <laughs> right? Well, and if you kind of think back to it, and I'm, I mean, obviously I'm not saying that Mike Riley was a good coach by any means, but he kind of came in and he wanted to throw it, and Tommy Armstrong threw the ball 45, 50 times a game, and we were terrible. And then the next year, he kind of changed that up and said, we kind of have to do change our game plan to go with the – style of players that we have and then they win nine games that year yeah and, and you know it's you know it's funny too i you know jamie talked about fraser taking a hit not sure if sims could take a hit i don't know sims is he's big he's, he's a big, big dude. dude can he take a hit i don't know we really haven't seen much of him running and trying to drive someone down but you know who can take a hit and make hits ramir johnson oh yeah oh man he loves hitting people that guy gets the ball mm-hmm. he's not running out of bounds he's going to take you with him and I absolutely love his running style. Very impressed with Ramirez so far this year. I want to see him and Gabe a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we talk about our offensive identity. We still don't have one. Well, exactly. Because when we run the ball and we run it successfully, we get into the red zone or just outside of it, we turn the ball over. We fumble every time. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, we, we don't even really know what a red yeah. zone offense even looks like at this point because – we have a 57-yard touchdown run, and we have a trick play, broken play touchdown. Yeah. That's our – well, and then, and then I didn't see the, the Harburg to Fedoni. I tried to look for it, but yeah. I couldn't find it. Yeah. And it, that it was as time expired, so that's a garbage time touchdown. I mean, that's our hey, three touchdowns. Hey, it's a touchdown. It, you know, good for him. He gets his first touchdown. For both of them. And it was yeah. su- what sucks for him is he's not even excited about it. Yeah, I know. That, that you know, really Fedoni sucks. gets his first collegiate touchdown. He's been injured the last two years. He gets out there, and – he doesn't even get to celebrate and get excited about it. Yeah. Like, that sucks. That's literally the end of the game. Yep. What do you get? What do you get from a, yeah, replacements. Yeah, we need to bring out Shane Falco. Uh, yeah. Harburg is Falco, right? Let's let's get some replacements attitude in there. And, I, again, it's, it's frustrating because of the talent we do have and the fact that we're not able to exploit our talent and the guys that we have on our team. Except we're guys on defense, and they, they've showed up, but they can't win the game for us. I mean, I mean they, yeah. they could win a game for us. But they they can't play offense. Billy, Billy Kemp had a great catch and, yesterday, and he he had a good first. I mean, he had a good first half or good first quarter, whatever it was. He had a handful of catches, and he was taking hits, and he was juking guys, and um, that's what I was kind of expecting to see. Is kind of a little Wandale Robinson like. Yeah, um, I like him. I you know, and and we just don't have any other receivers really. Yeah, and Piper and Corcoran have just kind of struggled this year. They're not again not terrible, but they're just struggling. They're struggling with some penalties, the the false starting, and you know. Piper's just, had a few false starts on the goal line yep. last week, and then we had a big one yesterday. Big we, were, one yesterday. we were short down yardage. Yep. I don't, I don't know. Um, tough. You know, and and I'd like to see some of these younger guys start to play. Uh, yeah, like Malachi I've Coleman. Malachi Coleman. That's exactly what I was just going to say. You're talking about your receiver depth and how you don't have a lot of depth. You don't have a lot of guys. We have Washington, and we have Billy Kemp, and then we have our tight ends. We don't use our tight ends properly. We really don't. We throw to yeah. them once or twice a game. That's not enough. You should be throwing six, seven times a game. You are a Big Ten team. Big Tens use, yeah. utilize have your tight ends. Have both those guys on the field. Borkatur and Fedoni on both. Uh, have them one on each side. And when we did, we didn't utilize. We didn't use them in any way. Like, are we blocked? They blocked. Yeah, we ran the ball. And actually, Fedoni had a, a really good block on one of our runs too. But 
I just I don't understand why we aren't utilizing the again I'm gonna say it multiple times utilizing the damn talent on our team. Yeah. Use, and we said we've said saying tight ends for years. Why we're not using them yeah. more than what we are? We said it with Allen, and we're gonna say it with Fedoni and uh, Borgatur as well. Those guys got good hands. They can catch the ball. They can jump. They got size. Let's let's use them. Yeah. Doesn't have to be anything fancy. You know, what tight ends in the NFL? A lot of them five six yards downfield. Little button hook, turn and catch. Like that's that's all you gotta do. Yeah. You're not doing fancy. Chip your block, get off it, go out and catch a pass. It's not it's not that hard. We don't we're not calling plays to them. Well, and you know, going back to uh, Coleman, I mean, especially this week. I mean, I don't even really know what to expect for this upcoming week. I know Northern Illinois won last week. I don't know if they won or yeah. yesterday. Yeah, they lost. But I believe in a game like that, get them out there. Yep. I mean, they get four games. And if you need to use them more than that, I mean, use them. You need to get some wins. So, playbook, Ross. I'm not surprised on the playbook thing. But, had the same problem with Betts. Couldn't learn the playbook. He's got to know some plays. You don't have to play him all the time. Get him in there for some plays that he knows and get him the ball. I mean, there's walk-ons that are are playing because they they can figure it out. I mean, I guess Bullock went on scholarship, but... um, He's figured and he figured it out he got touchdown already. Yeah, they they gotta utilize him to what he knows, not what he doesn't know. And that's that's one thing that I think coaches need to do a better job of is if a guy doesn't know the playbook yet, but he knows this, this, and this, let's get him out there, get him some game time experience. Mm-hmm. He's got talent, let's use it the best we can. I mean, Bet's first like one of his first touches was the end around where he where he ended up scoring on Penn State yeah. for a long run. I mean, he didn't need to go out and catch a pass, he just needed to come around and get the ball yeah. and run. And it was awesome. It was great. Um Dave, your question on the punter McKin- man, I you know Bushimi, he's he had a good year last year. Our punting was good last year. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's happened in the first couple games, but really downhill. I'm I'm not impressed with the 31 yard average yesterday. That especially killed, that especially, especially in Boulder, it should have been like 55. Yeah. <laughs> well, and you're and you're talking about you're talking about field position during that game. If we make them go 75, 80 yards instead of 50 yards, that's a big difference. Right, because they could have one pass for 35 yards. Well, and our defense played well enough, but when you give them, th- you know, you have 30, 40 yards to go, 50 yards, our defense has to hold up even a little bit stronger. Yeah, exactly. And I, unfortunately, I didn't get to see the play, or yeah, get to see the, kind of this series of plays, but I was listening on the radio when we, they had it at the goal line. Yep. And we stopped him for like a 12-yard loss. Yeah. And held him to a field goal. I mean, in years past, we were talking about it at the reception deal last night. In years past, that would have just been a, an easy walk-in touchdown. Yeah. Our guys would have just given up. Yeah. And, and it wasn't – someone mentioned yesterday on one of the uh, uh, comments or posts I put on Two Average Guys was, you know, it's a bend-don't-break defense. It wasn't even bend-don't-break. Our defense was not breaking. No, and when they did bend, it was because Colorado adjusted and made a good play. Our our defense or Travis Hunter pushed off. Yeah, yeah, you know, you know, they, the, yeah. Oh, and don't then get me started. Praised for not pushing off. Yeah. yeah, and I'm sure you guys saw that yeah, play as well. Forty-two yard pass it was like his first play of the game that he actually made an impact. And they're talking yeah. about how great he is and how great well, the pass is. Yeah, he pushed off. That, and our guy cle- he clearly he, created separation. Actually, awful. that was not the first play that he. Uh, you know, made himself known. It was when he went into our sideline and our guy just kind of put his hand on him and then we got a flag. But then a few plays later when we had the ball and our guy went out, their guy just shoved him. Yep. And, you know. No. And that was such a weak penalty. Colorado's going to get those calls because right now that that's just how it is. And uh, another question, so the push-off was one. Another question I have is you have uh, two offsetting penalties – for Nebraska and Colorado, each got an unsportsmanlike, and then you have a sideline interference along with that. So there's three penalties. They said they all offset. Someone explain that to me. That does, that's not how that works. I was reading on Twitter because you had said oh, I think it's a warning, and I was like, oh, maybe I heard it wrong, but or you, whatever. The first one's a warning. How, however you want to call that. But I saw somebody. They were like, when there's. Uh, Flags on both teams, they offset, like, no matter what. And I was like, that that, that can't be right. That should not matter. If you have two 15-yard penalties and then sideline interference is also, if you get in front of the ref, that's a 15-yard penalty as well. 
that should have been 15 yards added on to to us after and let me tell you i i applaud our lineman i can't remember who it was that pulled the colorado dude off our quarterback Mm -hmm. not only did he very nicely put his hand on him and try to move him off then the guy got back in sim's face and then our lineman's like oh hell no and he grabs him he the, the guy, sh- you should not be penalized for pulling another player off your quarterback when he's taunting him. Yeah. That should not be a penalty on the guy that pulls him off. I don't care. It's a penalty in the NFL as well. You can't do it. That, sh- that needs to be taken out. That needs to be removed. I, That's the dumbest penalty. You need to not get in my quarterback's face. If you do, you're going to pay for it. Now, don't start a fight, but I can pull you off. I just can't wait for these guys to get it from somebody. I just want somebody to take it to them so bad. They need that victim mentality card to go away. It's, yeah, I mean. You guys disrespected me and my pops. Disrespected my pops because he said he didn't want to go to the portal for his whole team and he just wanted to see what he had with the guys that were already on the roster. He he got mad about him stepping on the logo on the field. Oh, boo-hoo. Get out of here. Everybody does that. Grow some thick skin, my man. You got a yeah. long ways to go and do what, one yeah, football. Yeah, what's it going to be for Colorado State this week? Oh, in-state team. We're the only team in this state. I mean, it's, it's going to be something every week. Deep. When they play USC, it's going to be, well, we're Heisman candidates and okay, yeah. Williams. Deep, so Deon, stupid. Deon, Deon started this whole thing. He's going to continue it. His son is doing it now. The rest of the team is going to do it. No matter what you say about Oregon, you're disrespecting them. Hell, we did. They're going to take offense to what we say now because we're disrespecting them. They're a good football. They're not a bad football team. They're a good football team. But go out and play. Not, don't mean, don't feel like everyone, everyone's not attacking you and disrespecting you. No. Yeah, they can, you showed you can play. Yeah, Travis Hunter, you can play both sides of the ball. He was like the number one overall recruit in his class. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's a very good player. Uh, Sanders, he can sling it. But, I mean, in that first half – they, they had heard all week about how good they were yep. from everybody everywhere, how good they were. And they were doing all these interviews and doing all this and that. And they got a, humbled for just a little bit in that first half yep. because we were getting the sacks. We were getting pressured. Hunter didn't do anything until that push-off catch yep. that he had. Um, that was a little bit enjoyable. Yeah, and Jimmy, just so you know, so the second penalty that they got for the sideline – that was not sideline interference. The sideline interference was getting getting the way of the ref. The second one was a sideline infraction for guys coming onto the field. So those are two very different things, which okay. is why the second one was not called a penalty, why they got a warning for that. But they didn't get a warning for it. That was a straight-up penalty that they just offset. Um, but either way, it, it was BS. Um, yeah, so their their student check sections, you know, shouting F Nebraska. Their students know nothing of Nebraska football, the history. Yeah. Their students actually showed up to the game for the first time in how many years? Yeah. Colorado, and then rush the field after they won. Yeah, Colorado. Embarrassing. The, the fan base in Colorado has nothing on Nebraska. We, we've been around watching this team as they suck for so many years. And even when we were winning nine, ten games a year, we stuck, we stuck by them. Colorado, I mean, where have you been at? Like, your fans, your fans don't care about you. They're there for Dion. That's it. Yep. So what happens when Dion leaves? So Guess get- what? Colorado, you're not going to be anything on the map again. So Exactly. Um, anyways, so – we, we did not play well. We shouldn't have won the game. The refs were awful. The commentating was awful. But that's not why we lost the game. No, we lost the game because our offense sucks. Yep. Um, so, you know, we got we got a lot to do. And I think a couple people were saying, you know, there's nothing to lose at this point. We're not going to have a winning season. There's there's no way. Uh, no way we're going to do it. And Trey Palmer caused first touchdown pass. Congrats for the Tampa Bay oh, Bucks man. today. I knew I should have picked him up on fantasy. <laughs> um, but or drafted him. There's literally nothing to lose. Why not play your guys and get them experience? Play Harbor. Play Purdy. Play play freshman. Like we're. I'm scared against Northern Illinois. Yeah, I'm not excited I mean, about we, that game at we, all. We lost to Northern Illinois at home a few years ago. Yeah, I'm not excited about La Tech. I mean, <laughs> I'm not excited. There's I, I seven and five was my. I'm thinking two and ten now is what we might end. If we win two games. I I'd be it, it was it was funny because we were at the reception. My dad pulls up his he he pulls out his phone and we were going through the games and he's like, yeah, I think this one will be a win and uh, this one will be a loss. And then he, when it was all said and done, he's like, so that's six and six, right? And I'm like, I was kind of agreeing with him. I'm like, yeah, I think we could win that one. Yeah, I think we'll probably lose that one. Yeah, okay, so so that'd be six and six. And I'm like, we'll see. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's so and you know it's. Uh, you know, we talked about it's not a full rebuild. 
And it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. But right now we are. It seems like we're showing that this is not a. uh, This is not a team that's going to win six games this year. There's just no way. I mean, unless we see a dramatic, unless Sims is out. If we get Sims out and we play Harburg and or Purdy or a combination of the two, and we give Sims an opportunity to play at a different position, we could potentially win six games, but not with Sims behind center. It's not going to happen. Well, it just kind of was crazy to me. Sorry, i got to pour this slow. Yeah. <laughs> um, that, uh, you know, obviously he came back in to start the second half, and I was like, okay, I'm not really sure about that. And then he's he's dropping back, and I'm so, like, or going shotgun. And I'm like, gosh, you're just putting him. And at that point, you know, the crowd's going, you know, going more than it was in the first half. Yeah. And you're putting him in the same exact spots he was in that he struggled with. So, I don't know. That um, was my biggest thing. Couple couple comments here. Congrats, McCaffrey, 65-yard TD for you. I'm guessing on your fantasy, maybe. Oh, boom. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, the Big Ten. Yeah, we're not looking good for the Big Ten West. <laughs> um, yes, run the option. My God, oh, we, the Big Ten West we ran, sucks. We ran the I formation a couple times yesterday. I was really excited about. The left side of the line, again, I did Teddy play yesterday? I didn't really see. I didn't see him out there. Not, not uh, that I knew of. But I think Teddy's half. ready to go for this next week. Teddy's going to make a big difference on that left side. I hope so. He really will. From what we saw in his first game when he played. So, um, and Jake, yes, we do need a sponsor for beers. We today we are drinking uh, Bottle Rocket Brewing out of Seward, Nebraska. Bottle Rocket Blonde. Um, Seward, pretty good. Bottle just, Rocket, great it's, beer. It's kind of foamy. And actually, their their IPA is pretty good too. So, uh, if you guys like IPAs, their uh, Bottle Rocket's IPA is good. Anyways, so. Yes, we need a sponsor for beers. That's a good idea. That's a really good idea. We got some work to do on that, Jake. Um, we love, we love drinking out. beers. Local beers. We're drinking local beers only from here on out. Yes. Just so you know. Uh, which I can't find good old Nebraska brew anywhere. I looked what? at High V. They it didn't have Hy-Vee? it. Well, not the one on 108th and Fort, but that's where I usually maybe 132nd. Um, so sponsored beers. Uh, and you know, as we're on the sponsorship piece, wanted to plug in here real quick. Uh, mentioned it uh, last week at the end of the show. Want to mention mm-hmm. a little bit earlier on, but. Um, on it, athlete uh, is going to be doing trading cards for college athletes. It's the NIL deal, uh, and they're going to partner with two average guys, uh, and and we'll be on with Cornhusker Nation as well, showing off these cards um, and doing some giveaways here as soon as they have those cards ready. So, uh, do they have the volleyball ones ready yet? Not yet. So okay. it's all in pre-order. So on our Facebook, on our Facebook page, and also on Cornhusker Nation, we shared a, a link to pre-order volleyball cards. They're also going to have football. They're going to do baseball. They're do all the sports. So sure, get the volleyball cards. Like Brian said, we might just need to have the volleyball players come out and play offense for us. Ha- absolutely. Um, yeah, heavy yeah, heavy brewing and Gretna, bring it on. We, Tim, get out of here. Um, <laughs> but we we want we would love to do a show at a, bre- at a brewery. I mean, this is fun stuff. Get some you know, fan interaction there. But um, but anyways, yes. So we got some <laughs> things coming. Honored Athlete's going to be pretty cool. We do have a new logo we're going to be featuring here really soon uh, from Cornbread uh, Custom Signs. We worked with last year to do a giveaway for those big Husker signs. So uh, we're going to be okay. doing one of those uh, this year as well. Hopefully, uh, we got to reach out to Pipeline Jerky too. But um, oh, we need to get some of that. Yes. So let's get Sims out of here. Not out of here. Let's let's reimagine how we're going to use Sims. Let's get Harburg in the game. Let's get Purdy in the game. We know Purdy can play. Again, he's not my top choice over Harburg, he's but not, he's man. more of a passer than a runner. Harburg can do both. Um, man, Harburg took off on his first play yesterday. Had a nice little run, for like five yards or something. Like the dude's got speed. He's a pure athlete too. So, I think we have some good opportunity to to really mix things up in our game with the talent we have. We got three very capable quarterbacks to come out there and play. It's just continue to use them. Um, and Sims actually, he might be. Hey, we're slim in our wide receiver room. Okay. Yeah. Sims is tall. I mean, did he's you... got. Uh, well, can he catch? He can't catch a snap. So <laughs> maybe I, mean, I, I, don't think, I don't know if he can catch a pass, but I mean, Harvard caught a pass in the first game. Yeah. Because we were short. Hell yeah! And that was a great pass. And yeah, it was a great play. And let's talk about our. It was like a third and twelve, and we did a great play with Billy Kemp, where he came out from the left side. He ran around to the right, and. Excuse me, that's one burp a game or one burp a show. Uh, went out to the right side, made a great catch. It was just a, a seven-yard play instead of a 12-yard play. But we didn't run that play again the rest of the game. And we have talked about this 
for years now. This is our ninth season doing this. For years, that when something works, we stop doing it. <laughs> we true. stop. We never run the play again. We did that tight end uh, seam route twice in one season, and it worked both times for touchdowns to Allen. <laughs> we never did it again. We, we either never do it again, or we try to run it the very next play. Uh, yes. <laughs> like you said, we have a, lo- a nice run, like a 20-yard run, and then we with Ramir, and then we try to do the exact same play again. Yeah. Yeah, I don't get it. Mm. But, yeah, Harburg is hard to bring down. The dude's lanky. He's got some tall legs, some long legs. Um, get long legs Harburg in there, and let's see what he can do. I mean, give him the ch- again, give him the chance. What are you going to lose? We have eight turnovers in two games. You are not going to lose anything other than giving these guys a chance to show what they can do on the field and maybe finding that golden nugget to help you win some games. Well, and I know we were saying, like, or some, you know, somebody was saying, you know, maybe run the option. I mean, maybe because then we can, you, you can, you got options, obviously, yeah. right? But you can <laughs> also with the option. You can also change that into a pass play, like you know, a, a Tommy, a Tommy Frazier like play. Yep. But the more you think about it, with that is we already turned the ball over enough, and you start getting tackled and pitching it, you might start turning the ball over even more, or at least the yeah. same amount. But like, but try something different. Try, try the bootleg. Man, we, we had multiple opportunities to use the bootleg yesterday in short yardage situations, and we didn't do it. I mean, the bootleg is is not hard to execute. You just have to hope that the outside uh, blitzer or outside contain bites. I mean, and yeah. even then, if he doesn't, you're hoping that your tight end or your wide receiver right. on that end breaks out and gets open early enough to where you can pass it to him. And mm-hmm. Or it, you can run it. I love the bootleg. If you guys ever played, like, Madden or, or NCAA football back when they didn't bitch about only getting paid $500 to be in a game and now it's delayed because of that, <laughs> yeah, running that bootleg was almost a guaranteed touchdown when you're in the red zone. Almost guaranteed you run a bootleg. Well, especially with, like, Eric Couch. Because <laughs> he's so well, fast. Yeah, so fast. Um, but, you know, it's again, it, it sucks that we're losing. I was extremely impressed with our defense. I do not want to see Sims start the game. And I said this yesterday, too, to my father-in-law while watching the game. I said, you know, if Sims starts the second half yesterday, if he starts the second half, Rule and this staff are going to start losing fans' patience. Exactly. If he starts next game, you are going to have people losing interest in wanting to watch Husker football because – We've seen this story before. Yep. We're gonna, st- we're gonna to be stick. Different. We're gonna stick with this guy because he's our guy. He is our guy. We're sticking with him. I don't want anyone else to play this position. Unacceptable. Right. Unacceptable. Well, and I saw a lot of people saying too, like, what what they see, uh, you know, over the winter and, and into spring to where they essentially told Casey Thompson to move on because I know a lot of people are like, if we have Casey Thompson, we're two and zero right now. And I can't say I disagree. We probably are. The, the only thing is, is, I mean, that was a that was a risk too because he was coming off a of surgery, and you know you weren't, weren't really sure how he was. Gonna, it's too bad we couldn't keep both of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, that would have been ideal because uh, I, I mean, I think if we have Casey Thompson, I think we probably it's a closer game yesterday, yeah. and we probably have a chance to win, um, and we probably look a little better. We yep. probably put up more points over those first two games. Oh yeah. Then. 24 points in two games. The the, pro- the biggest problem with Casey Thompson was our offensive line. Yeah. We've seen improvement with our offensive line. I think we would see a better Casey Thompson. And, and the other argument I've heard is is Casey Casey had Trey Palmer. And there's no there's nobody there's not very many receivers out there. So it'd be it's kind of hard to judge. Yeah. But he also can't scramble like Ross. He can't scramble. We knew he's not a runner exactly. either. So. Exactly. Uh, but so. you know, it's still he's a better pass. I don't know. He had a couple turnovers yesterday. Yeah. So it's who knows. You know, we can't dwell on the past, though. We can't look no, at no, what, what would have and could have been. But, unfortunately, we can't have our coaching staff married to a quarterback. Uh, like Jamie said, that sounds familiar. Absolutely. Let's not do that. Let, we got to give guys a chance to let us win games. The most important thing is winning games. Yeah, I mean, and, you, you can't at least let a kid go in there and try and, and give effort. I'm not yep. saying that Sims isn't giving effort. But when he starts costing you games, I mean, yep. he, he cost us the game. He cost us the first half. He shouldn't have got. He should he not cost, have been out in the second yeah, half. Yeah, he cost us the first half. I mean, he gave he gave him all their points and mm-hmm. took points away from us. Yeah. Um, here's what at I'm that doing. Point, you have you have to make a change. And here's what I'm doing. If I'm the defense, 
our defense right now, the only reason that I'm going to say that they would fail at any point at this point in time between our first two games is if they are not ripping the offense a new one. Oh, you're yeah. not gonna you're not gonna go straight to Sims and rip him a new one. That's a captain job to go in there and have that conversation of privately, not in front of the entire team. But your entire offense, I'm gonna rip you a new one because our entire defense is working our asses off to help us win a football game, and we're down thirteen nothing at half because you guys are giving us a short field. And we kept it that close. And we kept it. And we did what we need to do. You need to go do your job. And, and I'm going to do my like job. Like said, I hope Luke Reimer did that. And maybe he did. Maybe him and Henrich or Ty Robinson, you know, whichever guys you want to say, um, yep. did that. I mean, Ty didn't play the first half, but he still could be ripping on the half. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, Sims comes out and, and he had a couple decent throws and then has a 57-yard touchdown run. Um, it obviously just didn't continue on yeah. from there. Yep. But – um, but yeah, again, it, like that is the job of a captain on a team is to you got to defend your own, but you also got to stand up for your team and hold other people accountable. Right now, Jeff Sims is not being held accountable. He's not. The only reason why he sat yesterday is because he got his, his he got landed on on his ankle, which looked like it hurt, by the way. So I, I you know I don't wish anyone an injury. So I do hope he's okay. But at the same time, like that's the only reason why he went out. He never should have been in the entire second half. Yeah, we never should have been in. You had three turnovers in the first, including two fumbles. Then you come out, and you have a really bad handoff with Irvin. That was your fault, by the way, because you did not put it in the pocket. That's on you. Um, you you got to go. You you have That's to. That's unacceptable. Sit. Um, yeah, I don't care if the next guy's half as good. You, you got to give him a shot. Yep. Yeah, Jimmy. Yeah, yeah. You you're in a D one football team. You're not playing pee football. Screw feelings. You're trying to win games. These guys are trying to make it to the NFL. Our defense is trying to make it to the NFL. Our offensive yeah. guys want to play well and do well and get the same opportunity. If you're not given that opportunity, man, you, you better not worry about feelings right now. Well, it's, and it's not about your feelings. It's about the team winning the game. And if you're a true, if you're a true athlete and a true teammate, you understand that. And you say, what? You know what, coach? Put them in. I'm going to sit. I'm going to learn. I'm going to get yeah. better. But right now, I mean, if you feel like I'm not the right guy, put someone else in. Every... I mean, shoot, every competitive, I mean, hockey especially, but if you, I mean, if you, if you made a mistake, you might not, you might not play for a while. You're scratched. You're healthy scratched. And and he had three or five (laughs) or more in just the first half alone yesterday. He had, I don't know how he did not get sad coming out of it. And that, that sends a really bad message to the rest of the team and sends a really bad message to our other two quarterbacks who are sitting there ready to get in and make a difference on the team. Um, and then, uh, what, Newley or whatever, however you say his last name, um, he came in. They, they talked to him. He said, you know, as soon as Harbor got in there, he knew exactly what he needed to do. He knew what he was doing. Oh, yeah. And, was, we, and we were all he said he, right there he with said him. He, he said he went in and, and did well Yeah, and had his back. Yeah, like, like everyone was excited for him. Everyone had his back. And he knew exactly what he needed to do when he came in. That – if your teammate is saying that, he's not blowing smoke. Yeah. He's like, yeah, hey, he came in a little nervous, this, that. Like, okay, that maybe is normal, but he's made his first appearance this year. And That's his first. Ever appearance, I think. I don't know if he's been. Yeah, in I game. mean, if, if, if he did, it was, I mean, a garbage but, time. But, still. but either way, like, that was, if your teammates think highly of you, we've heard a lot of good things about Harburg as well and how he's playing, how he's slinging it. Um, yes, he can run the ball, but he's, a, again, pure athlete. We know that. He can catch the ball, which is great, too. But, again, get two quarterbacks in there and run some funky stuff. Yeah, like, I mean, we have nothing to I lose. I was going to say, the funny thing is, is. Have fun. The funny thing is, is why why not just see how it is. Come out with him, start the game, see how it is. Yep. This week against Northern Illinois. Come out with Harburg and see how he is. If he struggles and you know we we go down, put Purdy in. Then yeah, go yeah. And then if he's struggling and Sims is not hurt, which I don't know if he is or not, and you need to go back to him to start the second half, then do it. Yeah, like you said, there's nothing to lose. See how or or leave those guys in and just see how they play it out. You know. Yep. It, it's not that hard. Yeah, and again, like. The one thing you don't want to do is lose your other two quarterbacks, Casey. Yeah, we don't want them to leave because they see the struggles of our starting quarterback, 
and they're not even getting a chance to show what they can do, that they're going to lose the interest in wanting to play for that coaching staff, and they're going to leave. This is their second coaching staff, and they'll be like, you know what? I can go play somewhere. I don't even need to go play. I don't care where I'm playing at. I just want to go play. Mm-hmm. That's what they want to do. These guys want to play. Like Luke McCaffrey yeah. catching catching a pass as a receiver? I mean, you know, so rise. so Florida last night played McNeese State. You know who the quarterback for McNeese State is? Nate Lance. Okay. So I've known Nate, Nate Lance since he was about six. He uh, went to Bellevue West, won a title there. Then he went out to uh, uh, – Community College, uh, Iowa Western Community College, goes to Iowa State, doesn't even get a chance at Iowa State. The guy wants to play, goes to McNeese. Guess what? Last night they're playing in Florida, playing in Gainesville. They got whooped. But he's yeah, he's getting to play. He's a starting quarterback. He's actually good too. Um, these guys want to play. We don't want to lose them, and we shouldn't lose them because coaches make bad decisions. It's just it's not. Right. Yeah, guess what? Start Harburg on, uh, on Saturday against Northern Illinois. If Harburg struggles, boom, put Purdy in. Purdy struggles, boom, go back to Jeff Sims. But don't start him at one. He doesn't. He has not earned it, and he does not deserve it at this point. No, you can't have that many turnovers. Our too. fans also deserve better for that first home That's game. That's true. Um, well, and I do think. I mean, it's just kind of the way that college football is now. But I mean, looking ahead to next to next year, obviously we have Daniel Kalen coming in from mm-hmm. Bellevue West. But you, yep. I mean, I think at this point you, you've got to get a quarterback out of the portal. Hey, what is uh, what happened to Torres? Did he decommit? From Texas? I know he got hurt. Uh, or is he a 2024? Uh, I can't remember what happened. To Someone him. helped me out with Torres. I, I knew that he got hurt his senior year. Um, I know we, we still kept the, the offer out for him. He's still coming to Nebraska, but then I haven't heard anything about Torres since then. So I don't remember. What, maybe, uh, maybe decommitted because of Frost and staff gone, or maybe. That may have been it. I don't know. have to look that up. Anyways, uh, but yeah, we got the talent is there. Use the talent. Players play, Tim. Players play. You're right. They do play. <laughs> Players do uh, play. Oh, right. Torres transfer. Okay, thanks, Ross. I, I figured that much. I just yeah, haven't I, heard I, much about him in a while. I think I know that. Now you say that, I'm pretty sure I remember that. Yeah. There was uh, him and somebody else the same, like on the same day. Anyway. Yeah. So you know, is the season a total loss? I hope not. I really do. Uh, I really hope that you know we can squeeze. Four to six wins in. I, I, I do. I mean, Take I, as many wins as we can get. I think these next two games are going to show a lot about the team. Northern Illinois, La Tech, two games that Nebraska should win. I don't care what you say about our first two games, but we should win. Oh, we Those did. two games. Definitely should win. We should win. Um, and so it's going to say a lot about our defense. How do they come out? Do they create some turnovers? Do they hit hard? They play hard like we've seen them play for two games. Force and some turnovers, scores, get a pick, get a couple pick sixes, yep. get get, <laughs> get a couple touchdowns for on D. Yeah, and yeah, if we if we don't make adjustments, if our coaching staff again, Kara, we mentioned if if we see our coaches say stuff like, "Hey, if you fumble, you sit," but our quarterback is held to a different standard, you are going to lose fans as those turnovers start to come in, and fans will not continue to sell out Nebraska. They're not going to want to come and watch a product on the field. Where coaches say one thing, do another. We've seen that before. We don't want to see it again. We want to see a winning product. We want to see guys that care about playing football and that the guys that should be on the field are on the field playing. Not, I can turn the ball over seven times in two games, and guess what? I'm still QB number one. No, that that's that should not be a privilege. It's, not, it's something that's earned, and he has not earned it. So we have to see it change. If we don't see it change, yes, you will lose fans. And you will lose trust in your first year as a coach. People will not like you, yep. which is going to happen anyways. But <laughs> it's going to get it's going to get worse. People are just really going to abandon the football team, and that's not what the kids they need. Really right need now. to win these next two games. Yep. For Matt Rule, really needs to win these next two games. Yep. The team needs to win these next. And two then games. we play Michigan, and we know we're not going to beat Michigan. That's fine, but we're going to have to figure. Big Ten West is not very good. No. I think we can figure out. You know, if we can get a quarterback to that can actually put us in a position to not just throw the game away, um, we can beat some of those teams because the Big Ten West is not very good. And Jamie, I know you don't want to talk about year one under Matt Rule, man. Again, but is it is it Rule? I mean, part of it's obviously coaching in general, but these players, the fumbles, the turnovers—that's not him. So, no. but I, I think I think there's a lot to contribute to the team overall, though. So I, I will agree with that. I will agree. Yeah, history. You're right. History doesn't lie. So, as painful as it is now, 
We're not going anywhere. No, I. It and, sucks. And, but we're and, not going and, anywhere. And we, I mean, we keep talking about how, good, how like much improved the defense is. Yep. Tony White's doing a phenomenal job there. So, no, I. I mean, I'm not. Yeah. I'm <laughs> not going there quite yet, Jamie. But um, yeah, I mean, I understand it's it's year one, and we knew it wouldn't be great, but. We're still living through it. Yeah. <laughs> we uh, want to win. And, Jake, I'd agree. I think next week is probably the most important game, absolutely, this year. I mean, it, it is a game, again, that we should win. But it's not just a should win. This is a, an absolute must win. And we should we need to prove a point that our offense can put up points. Yeah. That is, that is what we need to do. So, yes. Uh, so, Ross, Northwestern game this year. House right across from the stadium. Boom. I think, that I think was, Northwestern won yesterday, or they were up. I don't know. I think that was, I, I there was think something I saw last. They were up like twenty-eight-seven. Ross, you invited us last year. I think we both had something going on that weekend where we couldn't make it. I think at a wedding actually, but maybe not. I might have been out of town for golf. Either way, uh, culture builder players that don't know how to. Yeah. Uh yeah, we definitely could. Yep. Northwestern game. I'm, I'm not sure. What's that date? Yeah. I'm not Anyways, sure. we'll look at it. Uh, but yes, culture builder. I hope to see. Hope, hope, hope. Again, year one. As much as we don't, uh, we've been patient long enough. It's hard to be patient still. It really, I think that's probably why it's so upsetting is because we've been patient for so many years. We don't want to continue to be patient. But yeah, Husker Nation, hang in there. Hang in there. I, We're, I we I are the best fans in the country for a reason. Because even when we suck, we show up. Yeah, <laughs> we still show up. And the the bummer thing is, is that you know, a game like yesterday, you know, that was a big. I would say kind of a big recruiting win for Colorado when, you know, that's kind of where we're trying to be. So, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, but like I said, it's a rebuild. We'll, we'll get there. I think. Okay. October 21st, Ross, we'll take a look. Okay. We'll see what's going on. Um, all right. I don't got anything else. Um, no, no, I think really. we've, we've been able to blow enough smoke and talk enough about Northern Illinois. Let's put up some points. Let's kind of change the narratives of how this season has started and this rural era has started. Let's let's just friggin' win. Let's just get a dub. Harvard, hope you get the W. Again, we got some uh, Seward, Nebraska, Bottle Rocket Brewing, the Blonde. Very good. Yeah, Try it. Just good. be careful when you pour it. A lot of head oh, yeah. <laughs> when you start. Yeah. So yeah. maybe keep it in the fridge for a while before opening it. But go Big Red. I'm Matt. I'm Jimmy. We're two average guys. Brian, thanks for joining us again today yep. as well behind the camera. Y'all enjoy the rest of your day. We'll see you next week. Go Cowboys! Oh, it's doing too much. Oh, it's doing too much.